On this episode of the Table of Content, we have Joseph Adams and Jacob Gorsuch in the studio to talk about their work with We Are One Body Audio Theater as the team that brings the stories to life with their sound effects work. And I guess we'll have to answer the question, do you prefer the letters FX or the word spelled out? Stay tuned. All coming up next on the Table of Content. This is the Table of Content. I am your host, Albert Sines. Thanks so much for being with us. As always, this is the podcast where we talk about everything cool, hip, new, and awesome happening with We Are One Body Audio Theater. And I am extremely excited to have two good men in the studio with me, Joseph Adams and Jacob Gorsuch. Thanks, guys, for joining us for this episode. Thank you for having us, Albert. It's, yeah. it's a pleasure. Anytime. Any time. Be careful about offering any time yeah, because I will I will gladly take you up on any time. So I will test your limits on that offer. Uh, now, for those of you who do not know, uh, the this dynamic duo uh, who you could refer to as JJ or J squared or any number of like uh, creative names, uh, they create and make sound effects. Uh, to join in and lay into the audio theater productions. And we're going to find out a little bit more about their backgrounds and uh, what they do with sound effects. So uh, I'm going to start off with the, uh, with the veteran, uh, Jacob Gorsuch, actually. Uh, Jacob, uh, where do you come from as far as background history and how you got into sound effects work with WAOB Audio Theater? Well, I actually wasn't expecting it at all, Albert. It sort of, this profession just kind of fell into my lap. So I was actually going to be a state cop in Pennsylvania, and I decided that wasn't the vocation for me. So I backed out of college and eventually found myself here, where I have a lot of good friends and a great work family. Yeah. Now, when you say great work family, uh, we are talking, you, you do include Joe in that work family, correct? Please? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll keep him in there. Good, yeah. good, that's great. <laughs> now, uh, the sort of new guy, the new kid on the block, Joe Adams, uh, what about you? Where, where was you, where, where were you coming from as far as sound work and how you ended up here at Audio Theater? Well, it's a long story. I was actually walking down the street one day pondering, and I was like... What, in West Philadelphia? Oh, yeah, and I was born and raised. But um, no, uh, on a serious note, that's that's funny you said you were going to be a, a state cop because I started out in school criminal justice and was going to go into law enforcement um, to follow my dad's background. Um, but anyways, I actually started in the fine arts... I went to school for fine arts. Uh, I did painting and drawing and all that fun stuff. Um, and then I kind of picked up the little, the little thing some people do, uh, like DJing on the side, you know, became a bedroom DJ for a little while and then actually did a couple of clubs locally down in South Florida um, and, and got more into the art aspect of audio in a sense. I started um, 
really getting into electronic music and anything that made noise and sounds and buzzed and hummed and all this cool, fun stuff. And then I was like, well, I kind of like this. It's, you know, kind of like a cool art form to get into sound. Um, And I just fell in love with that medium, I guess you can call it, because, you know, art has mediums, like paints, and sound, you know, you get creative with it. Um, So I went to, did some schooling uh, for sound down there in Orlando, Florida, um, and learned quite a bit. I started getting into video games since I loved video games as well. So I kind of joined the two together. I was like, oh, cool. You can put sounds into video games. Video games. Favorite video game. Go. Oh, man. Five, this, this is four, a tough one. I, three, I've been into two, um, one. Favorite video game. You're, you're killing me right here. Go. Go. All right. Uh, right now, I would have to say that my favorite video game is um, Pokemon. <laughs> okay. Sweet. So be it. <laughs> had to bring the inner nerd out on me. I, it, it's kind of funny. I never really considered myself a nerd until um, maybe after high school. I was always into sports and more on the jock side of things and uh, wrestled my whole life. And I kind of fell into the, the nerd realm, which I'm, I'm thankful for, you know, kind of found my, my artistic roots. You're, you're a great nerd. Nerd life <laughs> is you're a great the best nerd. life. Yeah. It's funny. I, I never thought I would consider myself a nerd. And then I was like, wait, I like video games. You know, I like painting. I like music. Uh, I guess I'm an art nerd, you mm-hmm. say. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I just I continue to ramble on. Um, but yeah, I, I got into video game sound. I did a couple of uh, indie projects uh, locally in the Orlando area. Um, then I actually joined EA Sports. It's in the game. Yeah. Worked on two of their Madden titles, which was a lot of fun. Um, Are you in the credits? I am. Sweet. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the credits for that. Um, and then, yeah, and then I was like, all right, let's see what else we can do with this. And I just kept going further, and I was like, let's go to Western Pennsylvania out of all places, right? Right, <laughs> of all places. No, it was, it was good. I, I, a lot of a lot of places in this, what would you call it? Um, industry. Industry. There you go. Thank you, Jacob. A lot of the jobs are out west in California, and that that's just too far for me. I, you know, I have a lot of family. I've I've really value being around my family and close to them. So finding this job up here actually was like a blessing in a sense because. It's exactly what I love to do, and um, I'm able to, you know, paint and do the art side of things, and then also do the sound, sound effects, and all that kind of stuff. Exactly what I wanted to do, and you know, my my family's all in Philadelphia area, right? Represent Philadelphia, go Eagles, Phillies. <laughs> yes, yes. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, and continue on with your story. I know. I'm sorry. It's, it's a long story. Um, but yeah, and I, I just, I saw this this job opportunity and I was like, I don't want to pass this up. You know, I'm not too far from Philly. Uh, my family, some of my family actually moved up to Rhode Island, um, which is still only about eight hours from here. So yeah, it was, it was definitely, uh, it was a good fit. Well, before we get into um, the work that y'all have actually been doing, uh, I want to make a point about 
something that each of you said that's sort of similar. Jacob, you noted how uh, you were trying to be a state police officer for Pennsylvania, but that you realized it wasn't your vocation and that you you came here uh, unexpectedly as it was and sort of have grown into it and that you now have a kind of a great work environment, a great work family. And I appreciate the the note about trying to really be honest about, you know, well, this wasn't my vocation. And now you didn't specifically say that maybe this was, but it sounds like maybe this has been better for you from a life perspective than what you may have had as a state police officer. That's just my speculation. But uh, I, I appreciate that sort of vocational call, trying to find out what it is that you were made for. Um, and then Joe, of course, saying, you know, this has been a great blessing for you. And always important, I think, to just note that these sort of opportunities that we have to do the work that we love, uh, whether we know we love it or not, is, uh, is a great blessing. So thank you both for sort of making those notes. Uh, let's get into the work that y'all do. Now, it's a, it's a mix, right? It's sort of a mix of some physical and also digital, right? Correct. Uh, so on the physical side, that's what we would refer to as the Foley work. And I really want to spend some time talking about that because that is you two setting up crazy stuff to recreate a sound from footsteps to a carriage to water splash of footsteps on gravel, wood, grass. I mean, a- anything you can think of, you guys have to sort of find a way to make it. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit more about the Foley work. Well, it helps us get really creative with what we do. And now, it, like, like Jacob's saying, um, if the Foley does help you kind of get more of that creative realm of, you know, creating the sounds from scratch. And just sitting there and um, thinking, how can we create this sound in a unique way, um, but that's also going to um, come across as what it actually is? I know working in this um, in this medium of not having visuals to go along with the sounds is very very tough because uh, you are using your imagination and. Everybody has a different imagination, I would say, um, which makes us all unique. Um, but, yeah, creating them from scratch is definitely rewarding because what we do is we would normally get the script, we'll read it over, we'll find the sound cues, we'll, we'll find out what is going to enhance the story, and then we just go to the drawing board. I know we, last production, we um, we, we designed a wagon wheel assembly which we built from scratch we actually went and we drew out excuse me we drew out the uh, schematics and everything and kind of i guess not schematics but just the blueprints blueprints. Mm -hmm. um and we just drew it up from scratch and we're like all right that's what we want to do and we knew you know what would be a nice sound for a wagon wheel so we went out and jacob was actually cutting a tree and we used the little slabs of the uh the tree that he cut down with, you know, with the, uh, what kind of tree was that? Do you remember? Mm-hmm. It may have been a cherry. Cherry tree? Or an oak. Oak? Yeah. Maybe cherry oak. Is that a thing? Probably. Or cherry coke? Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it, 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 and you know, it had the right weight to it. We created the, the, 
the designs, which which we're going to actually start showcasing on our Instagram channel. Oh, nice. Um, it's the stereo pair if you are interested in that. It's really cool. Uh, we're going to actually be showcasing some of the stuff we build, and then we're going to show examples of how they sound and how you can use them. Um, so we'll, we'll be showing the wagon wheel setup on there. Um, what else have we made recently, Jacob? I know we uh, we had the the Zoom the Zoom stuff. I don't know if you saw all of our Zoom productions during this quarantine. We've been getting, oh, the, you're talking about the live virtual the production. live virtual, yeah. correct. Yeah. Uh, we, we actually got really creative with those because you know we're working from home and trying to see what we can use from around the house and you know just to enhance the stories live. It was a lot of fun. Um, Jacob, you actually, if you want to explain what you built for the, what was that, the um, Father Brown? The, uh, the, the Eye of the Apollo? Apollo? Yeah, that, that one. Oh, the elevator door. Yeah, yeah, so we had to recreate a old-fashioned elevator door, the gate yeah. that opens and closes. And so I just took a bunch of, I took some very long metal slats and I cut them each to about six inches. And I had to bolt all those together in sort of the, uh, what would you call that? Like the diamond, the uh, accordion style. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. And from there, we had to figure out how to put handles on the sides. So I cut a broomstick and then attached those on either side with some metal wire. And from there, we had the accordion elevator door. Yeah. And we also, through the Zoom productions, we found... 10 different ways to use a clean toilet plunger, <laughs> which was, he was supposed to be a guest on yeah, this we, podcast. should have brought him on. Yeah. That would have been a great guest. Show. I would have loved to have seen what the clean plunger could add to this, uh, to this podcast. We didn't say it was clean. No, Jacob I, I meant specific, <laughs> very specific emphasis on the word clean. <laughs> Brand got new. got me there. We just found it. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it is funny how, how much use we actually did get from that plunger and, it's just very cool, like being able to use different objects in multiple productions for different things. I think we used it for jumping into water, mm-hmm. and sure. then we also used it to jumping into the rabbit hole in Alice in Wonderland, which that's that's just part of the the imagination process that you know I think is key to our job being able to use your imagination, being creative, and then saying, how can we accomplish this sound without actually doing the actual sound itself, which makes it fun. Yeah, and every day it's something new, like the toilet plunger. I didn't think we'd have any more use for it after we were splashing it around, and then next week it's Alice in Wonderland, and then we found a way to use it actually the other day for an upcoming production as well. So, Yeah, so that, that plunger is going to need to have like... Its own office soon, I think. It's going to have its own mm-hmm. star on the door. Yeah. <laughs> plunger. Starring the plunger. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I appreciate about the Foley work is, um, so I actually started uh, the sound effects kind of department with Jacob uh, a couple of years ago, and then I migrated, and Jacob was sort of flying solo, and then Joe came in to sort of be... Uh, a sort of step up in sound uh, sound effects and digital sound for audio theater. But I remember when Jacob and I first started, it was, we had a few things, we had some dishes, we had a couple of boards. Jacob built uh, kind of the first sort of fully box for different textures. We had like a couple of pairs of shoes. There was not much. And uh, 
I've been down through the uh, the Foley area in the past couple of weeks, and it's just loaded now. It's like loaded. <laughs> like I couldn't count the pairs of shoes. I couldn't count all the different things you've added in. I couldn't add the the wood, the metal, the different texture, all the stuff that you've added now, uh, just for the the sake of being creative and finding all these ways to make all these sounds. And it's such a great thing to see because it's just sort of exciting to see uh, where it was and then what you've sort of, the two of you have made it into and what you continue to make it into. So really, really super stuff from my perspective. Uh, and I think everyone has really appreciated the sound effects being added in. Um, and especially in the Zoom productions, that's been unique. I've watched a few of them. I see the cameras pointed down on basically your feet and the floor where you do all your sound effects work uh, and you're following along trying to get the cues right. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, it's, a fun, uh, it's a fun thing to watch Foley work happen. But we're, we're losing some time and I don't want to miss out on some of the digital work that you do for sound effects. Uh, can you expand a bit on that, Joe? Um, on the digital side of things, what we, what we like to do... Um, for for example, the Christmas Carol. Uh, I hope you all listen to that one. Um, but you can't always use Foley just to really enhance the soundscape of your productions. And for you know, for example, the Ghost of was it Christmas Future was the last one, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. Correct. I should know this. We we were in that for <laughs> so long. Um, but. Yeah, for that one, for example, I, I actually used my own voice and I recorded it and I was doing very throaty sounds, you know, really getting some weird weirdness from, from my, my, um, my chest and everything. And I recorded that down and I chopped it up in a way and I processed it, you know, made this some pitch shifting on it. Um, layering it and then I put it into a sampler where you can actually play on the keyboard so you can actually play the sound of uh, <laughs> Christmas great. future on the keyboard so it's all you know you go up to different octaves and you can play kind of like musically in a sense but um so Joe's so Joe's musical throat <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> I, I am the voice of Christmas future no um but yeah and, and it was it was really fun and exciting because I was able to add parameters in there to um, on the MIDI keyboard to open up some of the filter. So when he was kind of giving more, I don't know, uh, attitude towards Scrooge, I would say, I opened that filter up and you can use it with the modulation wheel and really just play the ghost as an instrument. And it was fun and challenging. And of course, you know, you got to give it some nice big reverb to wash it and really make it sound huge. Um, and we, that one, that one was a tough one because, you know, the ghost doesn't talk. So pretty much his presence is what you want to kind of capture. Um, and, you know, of course he points and stuff. So we used, uh, we used some sticks breaking and cracking to give him that sound of his arm moving up and, and we added Foley in there, uh, the Foley cloth. So it's just an example of using Foley with digital processing as well to help you know, enhance, enhance the scene in a sense, which is fun. So let me ask you the last question then. It may be hard for the listeners to understand how uh, audio production happens in the digital world, uh, but a quick synopsis is that you would basically have multiple tracks, okay? Correct. And you'd sort of have a main audio track 
but everything extra is another track, sort of, so that you can control each one individually. So if you can imagine lots of lines, but in a basic form, it'd be one or two lines. So my question is, so far in these productions where you've started to add in lots of Foley, lots of digital, you doing MIDI throat sounds, uh, what, how, how many tracks, what's been your highest track count? Ooh, we're up in, we were up in the hundreds for Christmas Carol. I know we had a good bit. Christmas Carol, we threw a lot of Foley in there, a lot of footsteps. So yeah, I would, I, I want to say it's like one, 12 or I don't know. 170, I thought. 170 was I one? I, I can't remember, to be honest. We, but we definitely were over the hundreds for a number of tracks. And the reason that I wanted to bring that up, and I'm glad that you had such a high number, was is anyone who's listening to this that, does, that doesn't understand sort of the sound effects world, I don't want them to think that you guys just sort of make some sounds, record them, and then you just throw them into this computer and it's there. Like, you are literally creating as many as 170 tracks for one production. Mm -hmm. And this was, uh, it was like in 30-minute segments. Right? It was like 20 to 30-minute segments Correct. for the Christmas Carol. Correct. So imagine, if you can, those who are listening, having to create all the sound that went into it, uh, and it's separated out, out by so many tracks of audio. So mm -hmm. that's just uh, to put some, uh, some magnitude on what these guys are doing for their productions. So it's no simple task, but definitely a lot of fun. Um, Jacob, Joe, thanks so much for taking some time out to give the listeners an idea of what it is that you do. Uh, really grateful for taking some time out. I know y'all are busy, so thanks yeah, so much. Of course. Thanks for having fun. us. I want the listeners to visit waobaudiotheater.org. Or go to our Facebook page, We Are One Body Audio Theater, or go to our YouTube channel for We Are One Body Audio Theater, or keep an eye out for the Instagram, Stereo Pair. Stereo Pair, yep. Uh, so you can listen to the work that these guys are doing. It's phenomenal. It's great. It's really entertaining and really adds a different level of experience to these, uh, these audio recordings. And if you want to just find out more about We Are One Body Audio Theater, Again, just go to the website and uh, start digging around uh, or our Facebook or YouTube page. And again, uh, keep tuning into this podcast. We're glad to have you. Hope you enjoy it. And we will look forward to having you tuned in to the next episode of The Table of Content. Take care. Take care.